Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss hello and welcome to the march minisode of banging book club this is the fortnightly podcast where we discuss books about sex and or gender and just have a generally good time i would agree with that <laughs> good times are rolling yeah this is a great good time minisode today we're going to answer some advice questions we are and we've never done this before um, but the last episode where we discussed She of the Mountains, which was heavy about relationships, mm. we ended up talking about relationships an awful lot. And also the three of us are insanely smug because we're both in, we're both, all three of us. What's the word for both for three? Is that right? <laughs> we're all. <laughs> all. We're all in relationships and Wait. happily in love. But we haven't always been. We've dated. We've been engaged. We've not with been much, engaged. With much tragedy and mess. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it, we oh. might all be sober, but still don't take there our advice. There is chicken stew on the hob. I wonder if that picks up. Just the slow there bubbling There is the bubbling of, of it. We turned warm, the fan off. Warm, stew. Wait, everyone be quiet, see if we can hear the stew. That's Lena. <laughs> oh, amazing. <laughs> the mic is we'll think of this as a I mean, soothing ASMR this mic picked up video. my stoma like making noises <laughs> it's so, a great microphone but that the stoma was like right next to it right? that sounds like a there. great Amazon review like the weird ones that people find <laughs> it's like this microphone picked up my stoma five stars <laughs> amazing um, shall we just get into it we asked for questions on Twitter if you're not following us on Twitter at Banging Book Club you really should be mm-hmm. um Again, we are three straight women dating men. Yeah. So that's With no our clue about the world. That's our limited experience. Yeah. Um, Not there, a brain cell between us. There you go. So good luck to you. So just take everything we say with a massive jug of salt. Salt doesn't come in jugs. <laughs> it's good enough for us. Should we do this one first, or do you want to do this one later? We could just. I think. Like... I think. Let's scroll. <laughs> Yeah, right. let's have this a is, look. This okay. is the first... Okay. No, no, as in this is the first one. I think we should just, like, dive right in. Okay. Um, so, Tim has said, how do you date while being asexual or demisexual and not go crazy by the constant pressure to have sex? This seems especially true when I date guys. So, again, three straight With women. We at the beginning. We would be what is called... Uh, is it like Z-sexual or something? Which is like the other side of the scale to asexual. Call me a nymphomaniac. And then, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Accurate. Um, I don't think I even have an answer to this, unfortunately. I Sorry, think, Tim. I think you just have to, Come to the work out when 
because in general, when your standards don't match up for something as basic as sex, and if you feel like you are being pressured to have sex, mm. even if you have established that you're ace or demi or whatever you identify as, then if there's still that pressure, you it's if it's probably coming from them. Well, yeah. that's the thing. I was going to ask where the pressure is mm. coming from. Like, is it coming from people that you're dating and who want to have sex with you mm. or does it come from society and the general like norms of like first date hookup like that whole yeah, culture yeah. or is it coming from yourself of being like why don't I want to have sex like should I have sex in this situation mm. like I mean I don't know if this is appropriating your situation Tim and for, uh, forgive me if it is but the only comparable situation I've been in is that I used to um, think I was going to save myself for marriage and lots of my friends were all having sex and I had decided that I didn't want to and also I don't think I felt ready either I was mm-hmm. really like which is not the same situation obviously but it's similar and I think that a lot of the time during sixth form when I was like at university and had sex at university the lot, um, like I uh, I made it all always about the other person because I found that the people that really wanted to talk about sex when they were trying to get information out of me or make me talk about sex or ask me what I'd done was really that they just wanted to talk about themselves. Oh, I <laughs> so I'd just be like, no, you tell me how it is. You know, let, I don't know. I found that re- reflecting stuff rather than explaining to them why I didn't want to talk about it or like try and defend my own position on it I just like most people are inherently selfish and they just want a monologue <laughs> so I just let them do that for a bit <laughs> but then you didn't end up dating any of those people I didn't end up dating any of those people so that's not very helpful well it is kind of because it's we weeding out the bad ones bad eggs yeah people who yeah if you encourage people to talk about themselves and they they take the bait <laughs> yeah they're probably not great, but I think that people should um, let us know if they have any um, advice for Tim, because I bet there's listeners out there who are much better at that question than we are. True. So tweet us and we will retweet <laughs> it and send it to Tim. Listen says, how do you date when you dislike bars and internet dating? Also, is it weird that I'm close to 30 and I've never been in a relationship? I mean, second question, no. Yeah, and everyone runs at different paces. I used to think it was really weird I hadn't been in a relationship, like a proper relationship until I was 20. But that's normal. That's fine. Yeah. As soon as I was in one, I was like, oh, this is the fuss. What? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, not weird at all. Um, Blah, 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 blah. How... mm, Disliking bars and internet dating. I mean, the... Best Nobody way. likes internet dating. <laughs> I enjoyed it quite a lot Some when I did it. Some people enjoy it as a game, but like, yeah. people yeah, who have yeah, sorting fetishes and like <laughs> to move things around. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I was like, boys aren't card games, Hannah, and you were like, but I'm winning at it. <laughs> I just liked filling out my profile. I never really mm. did much of the, like, actually going on dates with people. I really, I really enjoyed yeah. the dating side. Maybe we're not right. I enjoyed like the answering the questions on OkCupid and just it was like mm. a massive personality test. Yeah. Um, but I think one of the best ways is like through mutual friends. Mm. Maybe if you're not gonna go out to bars and meet people, it would be at friends gatherings and events and Yeah. You Your know. friends got that book launch? Well, book launch that they're organizing coming up. I feel like not many people have relatable book launches that are happening right now. <laughs> Your friend organising that gallery event that you've been considering not going to? You, you could totally meet someone in a bookshop. There's so many things yeah. like that. And I think also, like, for me, the best way I met... The, the, 
the best people that I met were were from situations that I got myself in where I was just like, I'm not going to think about dating. I'm just going to pursue some things that I really like. And then yes. you meet people on the way who are also trying to achieve this those things. This is the Mike and, Falzone thing. And get those things. And yeah. Yeah. Did I get this all from Mike Falzone? I got it from Mike Falzone too. Uh, I'm just a of other people's opinions. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's just you go about your life doing the things that you love and you'll meet people who are doing the same thing along the, the way. Yeah, and then you're like, so hey, funny. you're cool. Mm. I have um, a family friend and the way that she met her husband is like one of my favourite stories. What are they called in films? Cute meets. Meet cutes. Meet cutes. What? With cute pyjamas. I've got the tops. You've got the bottoms. I have no, no idea. I don't know what you're what talking about. Oh, God. Yeah. I they know what film. I'm talking about. <laughs> um, but yeah, so basically she was, um, she went to an art gallery by herself on a Sunday and was just like enjoying herself, looking at the art and spotted a very attractive man also by himself looking at all the art. And I don't know if they like clocked eyes at any point or ever, but mm. she kept on saying to herself, oh, I want to um, build up the courage to talk to him. Da, 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 da. And then they were like, sorry, the gallery is closing. And then she left without speaking to him, even though mm. she was like, damn it, damn it. Next day, she's cycling to work and she just sees that guy on the street, like walking. And she's like, right, gotta do this now. <laughs> Pulls over on her bike and she's like full like helmet gear and everything. And it's just like, hey, this might sound weird, but were you in like Manchester Art Gallery yesterday? Um, I saw you there, da, da 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 I don't know if she said like, she thought he was attractive or whatever, but mm. she like was like, I was that you? And he was like, Yes, and now they're married and have two kids. <gasps> yeah, Aww. I know. I'm just what like, a great life! But I remember like being there, um, like a, just a few days after, like, her, and she was like telling us a story of this guy that she'd met, and we were like, "Oh my god, it was the best story ever!" And now they're married. So, yeah, I know. Cool. So you just so, go about your life doing the things that you love and take risks and well, get a bike, get a bike, <laughs> see more people on a bike. Yeah. yeah, unless you don't find people who hang around in art galleries interesting, in which don't go. Go to hang gallery. out in the places that you find interesting. Because yeah. I think I hang out in places to meet people that I didn't inherently find interesting, and I only found boring people in those places. Surprise, surprise. There you maths. Go. Yeah. <laughs> that's how it works. That's maths. Um, does anyone want to read another question? Yeah. Gemini Peach says, hey babes, my question is, how do you know when it's really time to be single uh, slash not even think about relationships, etc.? When you read the Slumflowers tweets and you relate to more of them than you don't relate to. <laughs> what tweets? Oh my gosh. There's this woman. She's called Shadira. She's amazing. I swear I sing her praises at everything now. But um, her username on Twitter is the Slumflower. Mm-hmm. And she talks all about um, uh, problematic relationships with men and how women everywhere are like having this whole expectation thing where like they're expected to meet men's expectations but men never meet theirs and Mm. she talks all about it it's amazing and everyone that i know that goes through a breakup or is having a tough time with guys i'm like read the sunflower learn your value as a person so if you just go on her twitter you can just read some of her tweets and you'll just know you'll just know you'll just know you'll be like if you really are just like fuck this I kind of also feel like you know when it's time to be single and not think about relationships if you just find yourself not thinking about them. Oh, I think about them constantly. Like when I was single. Oh, Mm. really? Yeah. But that didn't mean I was having a crush on somebody even if I wasn't interested in it. I was just like, just had to fill that part of my brain. I'd expanded when I was 13. I was very much like that as well. (laughs) Like when I was, I was single for six years, but there was never a time where... 
there wasn't a man there wasn't I somebody. was interested in. Even arbitrarily, yeah. even in the fact that you wouldn't actually I would like jump them. from lily pad yeah, yeah, to yeah. lily pad. Just, but yeah. I think, I think like um, when I re- like, I realised that I really needed to be single when I felt like everybody I met, I was trying to explain myself to and nobody, even my partner like didn't really get me. So I had to like spend a lot of emotional time explaining it. And that was That's really exhausting. That's really, so really I think part of the reason that I needed to be single was because I was like, I need to work out who I am without having to explain it to somebody really slowly. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Um, so I think that's what I did. And I just like worked out how, who I was without talking to anybody about it. And I just felt like I needed like some like emotional privacy. I was like going out and being social, but I just felt like I needed to recede. For a bit does that make any sense and not just yeah. by yourself i guess yeah not just to tie myself yeah definitely um, yeah. i feel like i did that all of last year actually now you talk mm-hmm. about it like i was going on these dates with people and i was like no 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 <laughs> <laughs> like i was open i was open but i was also like it was for fun mm. <laughs> because i just knew like i wasn't in a place yet but yeah. is this question from gemini peach being like how do you know when it's really time in terms of like making a decision to leave a relationship or or even think about relationships yeah but if you're making a decision about it being time to be single that means yeah being not like leaving a relationship i don't know or not like go out and look for relationships oh i see yeah Yeah. could be that as well I mean, is it really cliche to say, like, you have to learn to love yourself first and if you don't love yourself? So true. But then I don't know if that's true. Yeah, because I used to, like, preach that all the time, being like, you have to, like, love yourself before anyone else can love you. And then I'm like, yeah, but that means that... That by saying that, I'm saying that like people it's with depression that, and who hate themselves yeah. aren't worthy of love. And I'm like, no, but they obviously not are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so it's a really weird mentality, which is a good thing to love yeah. yourself, obviously. I think I think you should be with somebody when you could handle you, like it would be devastating, but you you know that you would be able to stay together with yourself like yeah. if you lost them. Completely so agree. I think that like if we I lost my current partner, about this the other day, um, like it yeah. would be the worst thing. But it's also not a thing that it sends me into a deep sense of sadness, but it doesn't send me into a deep sense of despair and like my life will go off the tracks and I'd probably become a drug addict. We genuinely were talking about this (laughs) on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Just like... I was like, obviously it would be the worst thing in the world if we broke up. But I know that, like, the person who I am and the support network in terms of my friends and family, like, Mm. I know that if that ever happened, like, I would get through it. Yeah. And I, like, can function as a human being. Yeah. I feel like I can depend on Craig, but I'm not dependent on Craig. Completely. Completely. You should always be able to depend on your, like... I don't want to say other half because I'm a whole. <laughs> I'm a whole. I'm a whole lot of harder. <laughs> totally agree um, with all of this. Yeah, partner. Does, I hope that helps. Um, I always think I'm over this. Oh, sorry. This is from Glyph, Gr- mm, Griffin Claw Puff. Wow, my you brain didn't read you that. Are, mate. <laughs> um, Nuance. I always think I'm over this crush, and then I see him do something cute or be really funny or nice to me. Will I ever get over him? I'm honestly tired at this point. First of all, why do you need to get over him? Have you already like put it out there and he's rejected you? Or does he already have a partner? Or is he not interested in your gender? Full stop. Yeah, Otherwise, why him. do you need no, to get over him? him? Yeah. We're not given enough information here. But also, <laughs> I've totally been on the... like. I had a crush when I was a teenager for two years hmm. that I held onto and held onto... I played him a song I wrote about him. Like, I was upset. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, I, I was it. weird. 
These are the moments where I think that me and Lucy actually have a, quite a lot in common. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> I, I think you're not the same person. Oh, I'm 100% as, as creepy as Lucy, <laughs> if not more. No, I was, I was weird. I still am. But, um, yeah, the way that I got over that eventually was, one, approaching him and telling him about it and him finally giving me a solid no. Mm. Um, it's, it's cathartic as well. Oh, like, yeah. definitely. I had a good cry and then I was fine. And then I... Un, I muted him on everything on social media, unfollowed him, mm. unfriended him on MSN Messenger, which at the time was a wow. great talking platform. That's a, that's a big step. Yeah, um, and then it. just got and like deleted all the conversations so I couldn't read them back because yeah. when I was a teenager, I had really bad hormones. Like, mm. <laughs> I was very like, very oh, normal, I feel so though. much, so much everything. I'm going to read these texts back that I wrote a year and a half ago. I used to copy ago. texts into my diary. I've done that too. <gasps> with yeah. the time and date. <laughs> yeah. Done in that. case my phone ever died, which it did. So, yeah. Yeah. Got some of those too from, from the boy. Um, yeah, and people still take the piss out of me about it to this day. So it will never really go away in your friend's <laughs> hearts. But in mine, it did leave in about four months. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Yeah. I've had crushes on people for years and like they just haven't gone away but I think what has made them stay is that I'm like I should go over this person because blah 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 and actually I just let it play out yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I was just yeah. like your brain will get bored of thinking about it so at one point yeah. if you don't pressure it and you don't make it into this big spiral yeah. of fixing yourself and and behavior kind of policing yeah. do you know what I mean like yeah. I, I'm just like it's hilarious that I fancy somebody that will never love me isn't <laughs> yeah. that funny do you know <laughs> what I mean like as soon as the like the veil is whatever like removed you you can mm. instantly see it without the rose tinted spectacles and you go oh my god mm. i often feel a bit repulsed by a lot of the people i fancied mm. is that oh bad? yeah oh yeah all yeah. of the time i'm just like, like Ooh. Well, Ooh. also change. stay yeah. away from narratives that are like they didn't know they liked each other and then they did <laughs> so when harry met sally oh yeah <laughs> friends with benefits Bridget Jones, there's there's a whole, the more you look at them, the more you realise that a lot of narratives are around one person not realising they like somebody and then they did realise. And that has very rarely been the case for I most actual humans. I don't think I've had, like someone no, I know you like once. Yeah. I've had it once, it ended terribly. Don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I just think that, yeah. 
Yeah. But also, like, on your point of letting things play out and not struggling mm. with the, like, I have this crush, I need to go over them. I, I genuinely give this advice to so many situations, but most of the struggle that you feel is in the resistance to it. So being like, I have this crush, I don't want to have this crush. Like, it's not the having the crush that mm. is the it's thing not that's causing you pain. Or... Yeah, it's the resisting it. And mm. so actually, if you, like, s- stop the resistance, which yeah. is part, like, easier said than done, then, like you said, it will just play out. Yeah. And you're like, you'll be like, I have this crush, whatever, it's, it's fine. You, your feelings of crushness are valid. You're allowed to have crushes on people. That's yeah. okay. I think we have this, like, again, it's like one of those narratives that we tell ourselves mm-hmm. that all crushes are, like, super painful. Yeah. yeah. Like, maybe they are when we're teenagers, but, but even then, it doesn't have to be. Mm. Like, a crush doesn't have to be this thing that, like, weighs on your heart all the time and you can't stop thinking about them. And, like, every time they text you, your heart flutters. And then any time they don't mm. text you, you, it's, like, heavy, heavy, sad, sad. Like, crushes can just be fun. I don't, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I agree. Grace asks, where are all the nice single guys? Well, Grace, if we knew that, we'd be very rich women. <laughs> <laughs> um, Linda from Finance. Yes. I'm ready for Linda from Finance. <laughs> Linda from but Finance. Also, okay, so, so Linda from Finance, but it's at James Risk. So I don't know if you're James or you're Linda. Well, I think there's Linda from Finance and I don't, I'm, okay. I'm not gonna. Let's just pretend this is Linda. How to convince a date that you don't need to get that drunk without seeming like you aren't cool? I've so been is this here. like a drinking date? Yeah, it must be. Go for coffee is mm. was my all of my solutions for when I didn't want to drink and went on dates. But obviously, evening dates are better because you're probably not in uni and you probably don't have an mm. indispensable amount of time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you don't want to give your weekends away to just random first dates. Are What's we that Yeah. <laughs> just a question, are we? I've got more important things to be doing on the weekend. All the people... All the people that I am romantically interested in that I've had to get really drunk with have either been really unemotionally available to the until the point where they're like literally paralytic oh and gosh, then open yes. up, which is not really healthy. And I don't think you should be going on dates with them. I've now the got case. a person in my head that <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I've oh yes, I relate. <laughs> Everyone's got that person. Or they're super pressury and they see them getting drunk as, as a way of like coercing you into, you j- yeah. don't know. Also, you set the pace. You do set the pace for the drinking. And you may not realise it, but when there's two people there, and I've noticed this so much through sobriety, but also now, if I'm taking my time, they automatically have to take their time as well. So if I'm taking an hour for a drink, or like Mm. three quarters of an hour for a drink, they have to be on that wavelength. I mean, they can go up to the bar, but social pressure Mm. usually dictates that they don't. And when I wasn't drinking, I did a lot of dating. And every time I said, oh, I'm not drinking, they would only have like one pint and then they would just stay sober or they stay sober the entire time. Mm. People feel a lot of social pressure with alcohol. So in the same way you're feeling a lot from them, you can also pull that power back. That's funny because I'm not drinking at all now and Dan's still drinking a lot. (laughs) But you two are so close. I mean, we can unpack that off the podcast if you'd like. But you're, you're like really close and like there's an no judgment thing i did say to him one day i was just like do you not feel weird about it and he's like i'm not going to change my drinking habits because of you and i was like Fair enough. compromise for <laughs> <Hannah>. <laughs> well 
Well, I didn't um, want him to. That's the thing. There's, a, like, there's yeah, a meme exactly. that's like, compromise for men. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I want to um, ask you about whether you started drinking or, or have you tried it or anything? No, I've just not really? felt like it. Fair. We'll see. That's fair. Um, I had one more thing to say on the drinking thing. Go oh, for it. God. Oh, I know. Take them somewhere really expensive and then you can't afford to get oh, drunk. Oh, my God. Oh, there there are some really, really great co- cocktail bars where it was £14 a cocktail that I've accidentally found myself in. You could find yourself in there on purpose. Yeah. yeah. And you have Weird. one drink. Yeah. <laughs> it works. You yeah. could have got dinner for somewhere that. Somewhere bur- with a Birkin next door. You're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Sky asks, how do you tell someone you like them without being awkward? They said Again, without we knew it this. being awkward. <laughs> They said yeah. without it being awkward. And I have a theory that, like, awkward situations don't exist. You thinking that they're awkward makes it awkward. I don't yeah. know about that. <laughs> I definitely think that I've had, like, very awkward interactions that were mutually incredibly uncomfortable that but I hadn't really realised. And then as I left, I was like, that was ten times worse than it was in the moment. Like, just oh, really? the aftermath of thinking But also, like, if you were in an awkward situation... If you like react to it differently or think about it as not being awkward, and they do the same as well, then suddenly it. Be- sometimes so you don't have that Suddenly it becomes is, non-awkward. It's fictional. I don't, I don't know. know. I control over it though. Like... I'm a really awkward person. I feel like um, you have more control over that than you think you do. I go really red. That's the problem. Don't so care. I, I, I just mm. blush on on not even because I feel embarrassed. Like if I feel even slightly, I'll go bright red. So, like, it makes the other person uncomfortable. Mm. It's my natural, guttural response. I don't know. If someone goes bright red around me, it doesn't make me feel uncomfortable. Really? So, I think that's in your head as well. Oh. Like, they're not... That person isn't necessarily uncomfortable just because you've gone red. I don't know. I mean, the other day someone went, are you okay? (laughs) At me? And I was like, fine. And then I went more red. And I was like... (laughs) (laughs) I'm fine. You're going red just thinking about it. I go red so easily. It's fine, though, because I don't... I don't know. Awkwardness isn't the worst thing in the world. Anyway, how do you yeah. tell someone that you Guilt like them? Guilt is the worst feeling. Um, <laughs> how do you tell someone you like them without it being awkward? I don't know, really. I don't know. I think that's like, how do you go kayaking without any water? Like, you're going to have to. <laughs> this is It's going to be weird. Sorry. I always find the lead up is worse. Definitely. Yeah. Like, it's the building it up and then like... And then you send the message and you feel dread but also relief. Mm. <coughs> I'm about to sneeze. Have you ever told somebody you like them in person? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I've definitely told cool, someone I like in person. <laughs> Long dates yeah. and stuff. I mean, oh, yeah. like second date. Oh, maybe not that level of impact. Mm. I don't know because I feel like I I've been have. in situations, definitely as an adult, where I've probably already made out with them. Yeah. Before I have to do the whole like. I like you. So it's already like clear that I like them yeah. without having to say the words. But you can kiss someone and it not be clear. True. So I think, I think, I don't really feel that uncomfortable telling someone I like them, but more so, yeah, as we said, the build up. There's nothing to fear. What's the worst that can happen? They don't like you. You talk (laughs) yourself down. Yeah. And you spiral into a state of existential dread. You just And then you question everything about your life. There are so many fish. There's like a gazillion fish. Well, actually. So I went to Greece in the summer. <laughs> and the, the, the population of fish is severely decreasing in Greece. I'm not going to lie. We went to Paros, which is one of the islands, and we asked our Airbnb hosts, we were like, so what's like the best, like fresh local fish to have around here? And they were like, nothing. The sea's dried up. It's been overfished. Oh my God. So literally you just have octopus and like um, 
prawns and like seafood, but no actual fish. So the takeaway wow. is there's, there's barely any fish. No. Quick, <laughs> settle for the nearest fish. <laughs> Take an octopus if you have to. Yeah, see, there may be no more fish, but then maybe fish weren't for you. Maybe, maybe you're more of a mammal squid. person. <laughs> yeah. Hold out for the squid. I like this and I'm nervous laughing because I really need a wee. Oh, okay, this one's a good one that I think we could actually nail answer. Monks. How, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we all did okay. the same. Nail monks, how do you keep any commitments, such as work, from interfering with your relationships and vice versa? I feel like having designated time works mm. for me, but like I'm very lucky in that Dan has an office job and so he's out of the house in the day. And I'm mm. here working from home most of the time. So mm. I don't I've, see how that would get in the way. I've had a lot of trouble with this recent in my new relationship because we live uh, like an hour and 20 minutes away from each other. So and Which actually, London, Lena, yeah. you've totally had this as well. Yeah. Because your boyfriend lives so far away from mm. you for like eight months. Yeah. And that commute ate up my life yeah. and eats up my mm. life because I end up tra- commuting for work stuff all the time in mm. into East London because he lives in East London and then yeah. like kind of staying at his two nights three nights back again like this ridiculous cycle mm. and it does mean my relationship does completely eat into my work life mm. and I'm having to problem solve that at the moment by moving house which mm. actually I wanted to do anyway so it's fine but finding I think you have to find a solution as soon as possible or find ways to utilize Especially if you recognize that there is yeah. a problem. Definitely. So like yeah. I start reading the Banging Book Club books on the train mm. um, because I have such a long journey mm. that it means I have designated reading time. And that's mm. been so useful for me. And also uh, making sure that I can do my emails on the train and do all these things. So I've always been trying to problem solve this issue of being kind of between two places. Yeah. Because I, I think like I, I probably spend like two hours a day commuting anyway mm. every day which is like why yeah <laughs> why Mama. when we have the internet um but I think it's also just like um I don't know I I feel like with me and my partner it's like our work outside of work is quite similar so he'll be working on his like artistic photography stuff and I'll be working on my YouTube stuff mm. I'll be writing my book and he'll be writing his poetry and like we have we're quite similar and we have mm-hmm. like quite, quite similar work ethics so if one of us needs to work then the other person like makes tea and understands. Oh, so I think good. it's like having the same pace of life. Yeah. And because yeah. we both work in the day, that's not a problem. Yeah. So. Me, me and Dan, it's very different because like we're very much home in the evenings and then weekends just switch off from work. So mm. it's like, but we're very privileged that we can, mm. that we can both do that. Yeah, um, totally. So we just have the evenings for like eating and mm. playing video games. Yeah, I think also but, having... I don't know. Do you guys do date nights? Yeah. We do proper yeah. date nights and I've done that in all of my relationships and they're phone off date nights. Mm-hmm. Well, phone silent. Oh, that would only be like shit for me. <laughs> uh, yeah, but this is the thing though because I used to benefit from it so much in my last one because we would both do jobs on social media and Jack has just a compulsion as soon as his phone goes, he has to check it whereas mm-hmm. I... My phone buzzes so much, I just don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> but like, I actually don't check my phone. Can I'm put like, on a t-shirt? <laughs> I'm more afraid of my phone when it vibrates. Yeah. I haven't checked my email since 5pm today and I'm already scared to check my emails again. So like, I don't know. No one should be emailing you after 5pm. Oh my God. Fuck off. So, could someone please tell the world to not email on weekends? Because I would be so happy if I could actually have at least one day a week off. I used to... <laughs> don't do you, pub- you don't have to reply to those emails that people send on the weekends though. No, but often they're like important shit I need to read 
or like no, stuff don't. I need to know. I'm like, no, you oh. don't. It's fine. Do it. Yeah. Deal with it Monday morning. I always put like, like a rude out of office on with a gift. Because <laughs> also like. <laughs> Now this Usually is t- it's Bridget Jones going down the hill with the skis. <gasps> I was oh like, gosh. sorry, I'm away right now. I mean, really, I'm just, it's just the weekend. <laughs> oh, that's good. Okay, I might do that then. This has now turned into work advice. But, yeah, but genuinely, a... like, you don't have to reply to emails on the weekend. That's good. Because, like, also, the <laughs> thing is, you, is that Hannah. as soon as you start replying to emails on the weekend and replying to emails in the evening, yeah. people then start to expect that from you. Whereas if you don't do it, people won't expect it from you. Totally. Mm. Yeah. And, like, um... Yeah, sorry, back to the question. Um, <laughs> Relationships yeah, and I find... other commitments. But I also think that it's important that your relationship doesn't eat into your work time. Yeah, I think completely. that's like a weird... Like there's two ways to answer that question because I think there's a danger either way. And like people... Because I've always worked like hour time when people are like, sorry, I was late. I was seeing my boyfriend. I'm like, what the fuck are you? And yeah. I'm literally like... I'm, I Like people I've, I've managed to have done that and I'm like, I'm just going to fire... Like I just want to fire them instantly. <laughs> like it's Wait, not what professional. what do they do? They turn up and they're like... I'm sorry, I was staying at my boyfriend's house and I'm like, you're an hour late. You know, that used to happen yeah. all the time when I worked like shops or like okay. even in office jobs and it's like not... You can't do it. <laughs> yeah. So, even if you, so I think if you have a partner that's not supportive of the boundaries that you have to set for your job... Yeah. then like fuck them off definitely <laughs> that's my attitude I'm like nice. taking space nice. as well like like I spend a lot of time with my boyfriend but mainly yeah. out of convenience now for the work stuff yeah. but knowing when I should go home and stay home for like four days is really important yeah as a part of the dynamic that. yeah and like for instance we kicked Dan out and he's upstairs whilst we record this podcast Dan um, just sit in and listen <laughs> um uh, this came to light recently when a few people were talking to me about the fact that they rewatched Devil Wears Prada and realised that her boyfriend was super unsupportive oh, and yeah. horrible. When in when the first time you, I watched it, I was like, "Oh, her boyfriend, she's leaving him alone." And I'm like, "No, this is the most important night of her." Really, I career. still think of, I still think oh, really? of her boy as really like supportive. Wait, am I missing I something? I, I did was at the beginning. You have to make time for your partner. It was but a one-year you... internship. This is a one break into the job that she really wanted. Maybe this is my maybe like, I have no patience. Tiger career yeah. thing coming out. Where I'm like, no. I don't know. She was she was working a lot of hours. It's fine to do evening things, but she was working a lot of hours. Okay, maybe that's a, and a, she a forgot very about stuff. Situation. Situation. She maybe there's a happy birthday, middle ground. She? Did she forget about his birthday? Did I make that up? Yeah, she but if, I think that I wouldn't mind if somebody missed. They shouldn't forget she had to miss it. So, I wouldn't mind if it was somebody's most important dream in their life because her birthdays happen every year. That's Anyway, you need to find a partner who <laughs> has the same attitudes so to make you. Sure you. talk about your work life and how your expectations are their expectations. Yeah. And then you can avoid a Devil Wears Prada situation. Yeah, preempting. Yeah. Maybe you need to like sit down and watch Devil, Devil Wears Prada with your potential new partner and see what you both think of it yeah, yeah. it's like and a litmus fi- test figure out yeah exactly figure yeah. out if you're on the same page a litmus yeah test. or like does do, you know does your partner think that rachel should have got off the plane <laughs> because i think she should have stayed on she, that of course she should have stayed plane. on the fucking plane <laughs> is this the phalange episode yeah <laughs> when she's like gonna go to paris and have her dream job and then ross is like i can't, I can't possibly leave you i've just States. realized that i love you nobody cares Ross. Oh. i would have <laughs> See, I'm that's, a bad that's cool. romantic. No, but that's just like that's just that's just, and you you just got to adjust your life accordingly. You know? I think yeah, I think I I think it's because I live on the idea that like also well, where was their kids throughout up, all of this? Other so opportunities. Where was Emma? Yeah. Was Emma going to live in Paris too? Like where was their baby? <laughs> she wasn't a baby at that point. But anyway, where oh my Emma God. does not get a say in this. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Where was Emma? Exactly. Who had Emma? Did did Rachel just go? I'm gonna go and have my dream job in Paris 
mum dad will you look after your grandchild i don't I know she was going to take emma with her didn't see her on the plane weird oh, she shit. just put her in the hold <laughs> oh my with god. the phalange <laughs> oh god anyway thanks for listening <laughs> i don't know if this has been any way helpful oh, i don't know <laughs> it's going to be a real fun edit <laughs> but thank you so much for listening um if you would like to please follow us on twitter at banging book club on instagram at banging book club i promise you instagram has got some stuff coming also, let us know if you enjoyed um, this very special advice episode and if you did, maybe we'll do more of them in the future. Yeah. yeah. And leave us a review if you really like us on iTunes. <laughs> the stakes just got higher. Maybe Not just validation. Really like Our boyfriends aren't enough. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for listening. What are we reading next month? This month, we are reading Testosterone Rex by Cordelia Fine. Mm. Yes. So get if you're going to get it, and do it read it good words get your skates on because that's in two weeks time yeah alright now we're gonna have some chicken stew <laughs> oh and again how many episodes has it been that you've made that sound I love that sound the clunge sound oh god I hate you I'm stopping this <laughs>